Welcome back. I'm busy here today with Justin Betteridge. He's a co-founder at Solvity. Welcome to today's show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So uh, for the listeners, Justin, can you give the background of, uh, you know, how you got to where you are today? And Yeah, sure. I started my undergraduate studies at Brigham Young University in Provo, Utah, and I was studying computer science. And uh, I took a break from my studies to go serve a mission as a as a missionary for my church, and I was assigned to serve in Mongolia. And uh, I had to learn Mongolian, was there for almost two years. And while there, we also, um, part of our service was to teach English to young folks there. And, uh, and I learned from that, after I came back, I realized having to learn that language and teach English that I really love language. And, uh, and so I started uh, studying linguistics at, uh, in addition to computer science. And, uh, and I found the field of natural language processing, which is a, kind of a subfield of computer science, also called NLP. And, uh, and it, has any, it involves anything to do with computers and human language. So search engines, machine translation, question answering. And, um, and I really, really enjoy trying to make computers really understand our language to make all of our lives easier and uh, more convenient. And so... I went to pursue graduate studies at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh, and um, and as a master's student there, I was working on a question answering project, and then uh, was later also working with uh, Tom Mitchell, who's a pioneer in the field of machine learning, and a, a research project we were working on called Never Ending Language Learner, which uh, tries to kind of extract general knowledge from the web by um, kind of reading it uh, 24-7. Uh, and that uh, it was a fun project. Got a little bit of uh, publicity in the, in the New York Times. And then while I was there, I, uh, a colleague of mine, a fellow student uh, named Mehdi Samadi, uh, he proposed that we start a company together. So uh, before finishing my PhD degree, we actually moved out here to the Bay Area and, and started that company, and uh, and here we are. And our, our vision is to really transform the um, the way companies interact with their customers using artificial intelligence. You know, as as this world becomes smaller because of the computers and the the forms of communications, uh, have you have you begun the application of the uh, of Solvi into the uh, customer relations experience? Companies have been interacting with customers for a long, long time, and sometimes that interaction can be painful, not just for the consumer, but also for the company, because a lot of times people just want an answer to a problem they have with a product or a service, and, and, and a lot of times the answer is posted online and are in knowledge-based articles from the company, but the, sometimes the consumer can't find their answer or doesn't have time to go searching for it, so they just call or email customer support. And then the customer support agents have to answer the same basic questions over and over again. It makes them feel like a robot. Um, so artificial intelligence is nice because it can help automate those easier questions and honestly make the, the whole situation experience better for everyone involved. The customer gets their answer right away. Agents don't have to answer the same simple questions. They can focus on the more interesting ones. Companies can save lots of money. Yeah, when uh, when when this product is being rolled out, who are your primary customers to begin with? Are they large customer service centers, or are yes. in the U.S. or is it international? 
So we, yeah, we have a, lot, a number of different customers, um, Upwork, Evite, Under Armour, um, Peloton. There's many brands that, uh, that you would probably recognize. Um, some of them are, you know, Silicon Valley tech companies. A lot of times it's right now the early adopters of, of kind of newer technologies. Um, but uh, some of our customers are already have a global presence, um, but we're not necessarily selling internationally right now. But um, but yeah, that's we're focused on English right now, but we'll definitely branch out to other languages uh, in the near future. Yeah, I'm fascinated with uh, with with machine learning and the artificial intelligence, and and also the way that uh, companies like yours are making taking down language barriers. Uh, Justin, I need to take a quick break, and uh, when we get back, I want to jump more into how the the startup of Solvi came about as a company, and and really uh, where you see the vision. We'll be right back after these messages. Since you can't take your wealth with you, spend time with your family. Welcome back. I'm visiting here today with Dustin Betteridge, and he's a co-founder of Solving, and, and, uh, which is focused in the communication, artificial intelligence, and machine learning language. And um, just in the first segment, we talked about how you fell into this area, combining a linguistics degree with computer science and going on for a PhD at Carnegie Mellon, which is still in process. That's right. Uh but where are you at in the company? Have you have you gone for funding, or you know where 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 exactly are you at in the yeah, life yeah. cycle? We we just raised our Series A round of uh, twelve million dollars, which brings our total to sixteen million um, from Scale Ventures and True Ventures and Pair Ventures, and we're really grateful to our investors who believe in our vision of transforming the customer service space with artificial intelligence. Well, when you uh, when you arrived at uh, taking investor money, then uh, then obviously you're you're get to be the real deal. That's uh, right. <laughs> so, um, I want to roll into customer experience. So, uh, a company will come and they'll put the the Solvi platform on their computer or they'll sign up for a subscription for the software. Uh, what's the whole experience like? Yeah, when he signs up with Solvi, we really takes only a few hours to integrate our to plug in our system into their um, their customer support flow online, and um, and when customers come to their websites with with a problem, instead of uh, typing in their whole question, and which becomes like an email or a ticket in the customer support system, uh, they just briefly explain their their situation, and Solvi immediately presents them with some answers that have been extracted from the company's knowledge base articles. Those ones that the customer either didn't read or didn't have time to read or read but couldn't find their answer. And so we, using artificial intelligence, machine learning, match their question with the most relevant answers. And if they, and if that's, if it answered their question, they, they say, yes, they answer my question, thanks, I'm done, and they can walk away. If they didn't, they can say, no, I still need to talk to an agent, and they can continue to submit their question or even chat. They can kind of choose what channel they want to interact with the company through. 
after that. So for the most part, the end user is not even aware of, of your software existing. Right, right. Just sees, just says powered by Solvi, that's all. It, Otherwise, uh, it just feels like the company is really intelligent and in giving them answers to their questions right away. Now, how about this? So we, we talked about it in a text format. Is there also a voice recognition technology? There will be, definitely, at some point. Uh, we're not quite there yet today, but um, the harder part really is actually answering the question. You know, putting a speech interface on either end is, is actually not as hard as just actually answering the question. So, yeah, we'll do that. And right now, you're focused primarily on the English language? That's right. Um, English only for now, but we'll definitely, we, are, we already have customers that have significant presences uh, overseas, so we'll definitely branch out to more languages. How many offices are you at right now? Um, main office uh, here in the Bay Area in, in Palo Alto, but we do have uh, some remote workers in Utah and Vancouver and, and elsewhere. So, mm -hmm. okay. So, um, so you know, when you look in, into the future, where do you see Solvi with this vision of rolling out? You know, say in the five year five year cycle. Yeah, great question. So, we really believe that um, at least seventy percent of customer service interactions can be resolved automatically or almost automatically in five minutes or less. And that's really our goal is to two-thirds, two-thirds of the time, a customer is able to get their answer, their problem resolved in less than five minutes. And uh, that could involve the agent, but only a little bit because Solvi could um, kind of present the whole situation and, and the solution to the agent who just pushes a button and, and resolves the case. I'm visiting here today with Justin Betteridge. He's a co-founder of Solvi, and we've been talking about the platform of Solvi and uh, the artificial intelligence and uh, machine learning that it's supplying into the customer service experience. And Justin, I need to take another break, sure. and we'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. I'm visiting here today with Justin Betteridge. He is the co-founder of Solvi. And uh, Justin, in the previous segments, we talked about you know, your your background and uh, getting a degree in computer science combining with uh, linguistics mm -hmm. and then going to Carnegie Mellon, Mellon accepted to the PhD program and mm -hmm. then uh, stepping out to start the company and uh, Solvi and, you know, with one of the associates that you met through school. Um, I want to I want to jump back into the, the going from concept Solvi is a, a business concept to actual application of, mm -hmm. of how you went about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so as you as you know, things don't always run you know the way you you plan them to as you, when you start out. Actually, we we were we didn't start out in the customer service space. We we started out with just general question answering technology, and we actually tried. We were experimenting with the consumer app, and um, and at that time, um, of course, Google is the predominant search engine and uh, you know you could just you could ask a question to Google but the longer more complex questions you don't always get the answer right away that you're looking for and so that's what we built we built an app to give you the answers right away um, uh, but you know it um, it, it kind of got some good traction but but not like we like we wanted and, and also Google's getting better and better at at kind of giving you the direct answer to your questions and it was also you know, copyright issues with taking from websites, you know, their, their answers and displaying those. So, you know, our investors were really supportive and, and really worked with us, uh, Pair Ventures, our early uh, seed stage investor. And they encouraged us to consider the enterprise space. And uh, we were introduced to an advisor, Mahesh Ram, who's actually our CEO now. 
we worked with him and and really he and he's very experienced in the enterprise uh space and uh uh, he said, "Oh my gosh, you have you know question answering technology. There's so many things we could do to to make the you know cons- the commerce experience better for everybody." And uh, and so we brought him on as our CEO, and um, and then launched in our in our current direction. So it was you know a, typical to startups. There was a pivot there, um, but eventually found a, a, a space that we really enjoy and feel like we have the ability to solve. So when you uh, when you ventured out, how long before you uh, you know from from launch to that first customer? We spent kind of a year on the first you know incarnation of, of the consumer app, um, and then another year kind of developing the prototype of the new direction. Um, so it was you know roughly two years from from very beginning to actually launching with our first customer. And uh, and 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 so where you're at now, are you um, are you primarily selling the the one product, or have you branched out? What is the as a company, as Solvi continues to evolve and you know get better at the machine learning and artificial intelligence, where do you envision the company going? Right now, we've we've been selling our our one main product, which um, which allows self service resolutions, as I explained earlier, to incoming customer support requests. Um, but a lot of the times, our customers also really want to know how they can improve and update their knowledge base articles that, that allow for self-service, even from people that just come from a search engine uh, to get their answers to their questions. And so, because companies are always updating their products and coming out with new products, retiring old products. So the knowledge base is continually evolving. And so we are right now working on, we'll soon launch an, a new product that will help companies see where their knowledge base is lacking, where they can spend more time to kind of update their their content. We hear a lot about artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep, you know, data. Deep learning. Yeah. Uh, deep learning. And and so in the um in the scheme of things, do you see Solvi getting to the place where one computer just talks to the other and <laughs> it takes the human interaction out entirely? Or <laughs> I, um, I think Solvi's more gonna be focused on computer to human interaction. So making humans' lives better by um, automating those mundane requests and and just kind of making everything more convenient and faster and easier for, for all of us so we can focus on the things we really want to spend time on, not waiting on the phone for a customer agent to get back to you. So this really lays over the, uh, so the Solvi's software is put onto the customer database then. Right, right. It's on their website that, that uh, or eventually when you call up a company, Hopefully, Solvi will you know interact with you and, and get you the answer to your question. So, what are some of the greatest challenges that you faced as you're rolling Solvi out as a company? Well, you know, defining the vision um, and and really kind of building something that people really love that is that really works, that really makes a difference. I mean, artificial intelligence is hard. It's really hard to to make it work well. It's, it's um, it's one thing to do research. It's another thing to build a product that actually works in the wild and helps people make their lives better. So it's, uh, it's always a challenge to find that product, iterating on it, and figuring out what people really need and want. So we talked about the, the challenges and the greatest success so far has been. To hear about uh, um, Solvi getting recognition and, and being mentioned to people in, in casually in conversations with their friends. Well, I heard about Solvi and um, it's been exciting to kind of get our name out there and um, establish a presence. So for students aspiring uh, to 
go into artificial intelligence today or machine learning. Do you have any advice for them? Yeah. So there are actually so many different ways that you can learn about artificial intelligence now. Companies like Udacity, Udemy, um, Stanford, you know, MIT, all, all of these in Carnegie Mellon University schools and companies are providing courses online that you can just, you know, in your own time, you don't even have to be enrolled. You can just watch and learn. And of course, it's there's a lot of uh, mathematics and things that, that are required to to get to that level, but you can you can do it on your own. You don't have to wait for a degree or, or a, you can just go learn it and start doing it. Would you say it's getting a little easier as technology advances or or is it getting more complex? The the technology in general? Yeah. Um, <laughs> definitely in some ways, definitely more complex. You mentioned deep learning, and it's actually one of the one of the reasons why AI is kind of seeing more attention in recent years is because there's been some recent advances in a technique that's been around actually for decades called neural networks. Um, but then recently, uh, researchers were able to see huge advancements in areas like speech and image processing using neural networks, but in more complex and deeper architectures. That's why it's called deep learning. But these models are incredibly hard to train and get right. So really, we're still kind of in the infancy, not in the infancy, but we're still learning how to, to use and train these models. Um, but they're very powerful. How do you find programmers? Um, a lot of times it's who you know. Um, uh, also, just being out, we go to meetups, we host meetups, we um, we go to universities to recruit. Um, there are lots of not traditional ways. Um, you know, try to contact people on the LinkedIn, Angel List, uh, lots of different ways. And then for for the listeners, if a person wants more information about signing up for Solvi services, how would they go about finding you? Uh, go to our website, solvi.com, S O L V V Y. Um, and uh, just uh, request a demo and get in touch. That's two Vs, S-O-L-V-V-Y. Yeah, that's right. It's like uh, we're savvy at solving problems. That's kind of where the name comes from. Justin, thanks for being on today's show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I've been visiting here today with Justin Bedridge. He's a co-founder of Solvi, and we'll be right back after this. 